Yes, we're back. We're back. We're back. We missed a week last week, but that's okay. Hey, I'm not a fucking robot. You know how it is. It's a busy life. Well, how have you been? I've been great. Um, as I just said, very, very busy, but it's good to be back doing what I love to do. Uh, huge episode coming up. A bit of rugby league, a bit of cricket, uh, some boxing stuff, some UFC stuff, just the usual gym jams. You know how it is. Uh, just a quick word from our newest sponsor first up, and then we'll uh, we'll get stuck into it. Much love. Are you offended, Easy? Do memes hurt your feelings? Come down to East Coast Bubble Wrap and we'll wrap you up nice and tight so the internet can't hurt you anymore. We use high-grade, politically correct bubble wrap to shelter you from the real world. Come down to East Coast Bubble Wrap and feel like you're back on Mummy's Nipple today. Tell them Chucky sent ya. Yeah, not going to lie to you. Pretty happy with that little one. Uh, I've had a bit of funny stuff this week. Go on, hey. The people just getting offended all the time. Like, I get it. If you, if, But just, fuck, everyone just needs to relax. Anyway, don't get me started. I'll save that for the winds of the week, I think. Uh, huge episode coming up. Got a bit of rugby league stuff, a uh, bit of UFC, boxing, all that kind of shit. But just before we get into that, I had a bit of a time, a bit of time for reflection uh, recently. Bit, a lot going on here. And look, I'm, I think... I'm putting a bit too much pressure on myself to be a sports reporter as far as like every week I'm doing an uh, in-depth analysis on Canberra versus fucking St. George. Like I don't really give a shit to be honest about that. Um, no offence to Canberra or St. George fans out there, much love, but you know what I mean? It's hard to watch eight games of footy and whatnot and all that kind of stuff. So from this point onwards, from this from this episode onwards, and, and we're always learning and evolving and changing here at the Play On Podcast uh, headquarters we're gonna uh, we're gonna just go on vibe, really. That's that's how I'm shaping it. Uh, vibe, uh, very opinionated, uh, look, really unqualified vibe uh, atmosphere going on here. So I'm just gonna kind of report on what I see because I do have a busy life and whatnot. I'm sure you guys understand all that stuff. And there's heaps of places to go to if you want accurate analytic sports reporting and you want to see the numbers and whatever. But if you just want to hear some bloke talk an absolute smack about the sport he watched that week and about shit that's happened to him and about things that he fucking pisses him off, then you come to the right place, baby. You know what's up. Play our podcast. Hit me up if uh, you want a sticker as well. Hit me up if you want to have a beer. I'm up for that. Uh, and I reckon it's just about time we get into some rugby mother fucking league, which is my favourite Sport in the winter time, and it's cricket in the summer, rugby league in the winter. That's how we do things here. Let's go. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The moment you've all been waiting for. The greatest game of all. Rugby motherfucking league. Yes, rugby league. Round six is currently underway. Two games of Savo, as I am recording this on a Sunday about midday at the moment. Uh, it's been a great round so far. It's been heaps happening. Everyone's been complaining this year, saying that the top four teams are so far ahead of the thing. Oh, and uh, Peter Volandi's new rules he's brought in has changed the game, and it's heaps different. And you know, it's going to be, you know, t- too much of a disparity between the top and the bottom and whatnot. And hasn't this week just turned all that on its head and told all those people that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about? What's happened, in my opinion, is 
that it's just taken some of the teams a bit longer to get used to it. And they've seen how the other teams are doing it and how they're achieving and how they're scoring all these points and how they're defending and how they're kicking and all that kind of stuff. And now they've caught up. Because we had on Friday night or Thursday night, I think it was, we had the Broncos and the Panthers. So arguably the worst, best and probably the worst team of the year so far go at it. And it was an absolute nail biter. And just Broncos played really well. They just looked like a totally different team. Granted, Panthers weren't probably as sharp as they usually are, but still, Broncos were really like, right in there. That's top and bottom. So I think they're starting to figure it out, these shitter teams. And I'm telling you, it's going to be even by the end of it. And a lot of these bottom teams are going to have a, a decent crack at it. Broncos looked a lot better. Uh, Cleary played really well. The Panthers forwards just couldn't quite get over the advantage line like they could uh, in weeks previous. I uh, thought that the the big fellas Lodge and Haas for the Broncos were really good. But all in all, great great game of footy. Nice even even game of footy. Knights and the Sharks again on Friday afternoon. Similar thing. Down to the wire. Twenty six twenty two to the Knights. Like very even game. Those two the Sharks always kind of drag you down to the mud and make you make you win really hard. And then we had they're probably the only. Well, not the only one, but the Storm kind of and the Roosters, they were pretty even really, but the Storm were just that little bit too classy and ended up beating them 20 to 4. Roosters, I thought, just missing that little bit of experience in the middle of the park there maybe. And the Storm just way too good at home for them, 20 to 4 there. They are throbbing, the Storm. They're going to be right in it. Absolutely no doubt about it. And then we had the game that no one picked. If you picked the Manly Sea Eagles against the Titans, you must have some kind of... Crystal ball that is because that was they fucking 36 nil manly beat the Titans yesterday afternoon. That's crazy. I was at the orchestra with the missus, right? You believe that shit? Anyway, she bought the tickets to go to see the orchestra. She's into that kind of stuff. Of course, being the great husband I am, I went to the orchestra with her, had a grand old time. It was fantastic. And I just thought I'll just quickly check the score and the intermission. It was like 20 something nil. To Manly, they had a game out at Mudgee. Tommy Turbo's back. Are Manly back in it? That's two wins on the trot. Uh, are they back in it? Are they top eight? Are they are they finals material? Tell me, right in. I'd love to hear it because uh, they're a powerhouse club. So if they get going, it's uh, going to be a different looking season for them for sure. Thirty six nil to the Titan to the Eagles over the Titans. I was very 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 impressed, but not as impressed as I was when the Rabbitohs beat the West Tigers last night. Rabbitohs look shit. They looked awful. They were. Fucked. They were playing like shit. Tigers were right in it. Tigers had everything to play for after last week's disgraceful performance at uh, at bloody Leichhardt. Tommy Radonikas' like farewell game, and they got smoked by the bottom dwellers Cowboys at home on a Sunday Arvo. Disgusting stuff from West Tigers there. And then they come out and knew they were going to bounce back, and it's always a tight one with the Tigers and the Rabbits, and they dead set hate us, and it was really tight, and then just they were... We were down by eight with 20 to go, scored a try, and then an Adam Reynolds field goal from 40-something out, seals it up, goes to Golden Point. Looks like we're going to go for the drop goal. Boss, Tom Burgess just breaks through the line, some lazy tackle from maybe Offen Gowie or one of the West Tigers front, boy, front men, and he just bursts over the line like in Golden Point, big try. They thought it was knock-on. Luke Brooks ran the field. It was confusion. I was going off. It was in the pub. I was, I was emotional. Mate, what a game of footy. And everyone was up and about for it. Uh, fantastic stuff. 
rugby league's back. And that's a top and a bottom team going at it. So uh, all that other shit's just absolute bullshit. And then we had the Raiders and the Eels later on that night. And I, I picked the Raiders. I'm not very good at tipping, obviously, but I picked the Raiders. I thought it was going to be close. And then Eels come out and smoked the Raiders. So no one can pick it. No one knows what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on. Even people who know what they're talking about have no idea what's going on at the moment. So I like it. I like the mystery box stuff. It's one of the best things about rugby league is you don't know who's going to win every game, you know? Uh, unlike the AFL or the NFL or something like that, you kind of know who's going to win most of the time unless it's the top teams playing. But the league's just, who knows? It's a it's a emotional game supported by emotional men like myself. And fuck, I was emotional last night. Up the Rabbitohs. Fuck the Tigers. How good was it? And we got this afternoon, we got the Dragons versus the Warriors. Look, I've tipped the Dragons here, but you never know with the Warriors again. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Warriors could come out and win this game 80-something nil. So fucks me. I don't know. That's why I love it. That's why I love the game. And then we got Cowboys-Bulldogs, and uh, both those teams are pretty ordinary. I've tipped the Cowboys, but again, Bulldogs are due, aren't they? Wowzers. Wowzers. It's just heaps happening in rugby league at the moment. Uh, a couple of other points I wanted to touch on was the John Morris, the coach of Cronulla, until this week. He's been filling in as a coach there for a couple of years, I think, since the Flano incident. He's, I thought he's done pretty well. And they just straight up said, well, we hired uh, Craig Fitzgibbon, uh, the ex-Roosters player and assistant Roosters coach for next year. And then they just sacked him. And now Josh Hannay is filling in for, as the interim coach for the uh, Cronulla Sharks this year. And they've just just ditched John Morris and fucked him off and now Fitzgibbon's in. And I just think it's just one of the biggest dog acts of all time. Uh, so I don't know what's going over at Shark Park, but uh, there must be something internally happening. But, yeah, it can't be good for the club this year. I think they might take a bit of a downfall. I thought he was quite good, but what would I know? I think that South Sydney also need to sign Adam Reynolds as soon as they possibly can. And Adam, just bloody sign the dotted line, mate. Please don't leave me. Don't leave me. I'll have to go to rehab. I'll start drinking heavily, I think, if Adam Riddles leaves this next year. Uh, Milford got dropped for the Broncos, which I thought was a great call. Uh, this, he's They played a lot better without him. Uh, Brody Croft was moving around, organising it and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, Milford gone was a good thing for the Bronx. So I think that was a, one of the positives for them this week. And uh, I've been calling for that for ages. So well done to them. But how's that? He's getting paid a million dollars a season to go play for South Slogan. Crazy. Imagine the chat that's getting thrown at him in the Q Cup. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, look, that's pretty much it. Oh, the other thing was the state of origin eligibility rules aren't changing, so we won't see uh, the Tongan and Samoan fellas coming in to play origin, so I think that was also a great bloody call. Uh, I love rugby league. I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, anything you want me to talk about, Write it in. I'm going to move on. Uh, we've got plenty of other stuff to talk about. So uh, let's get into a bit of cricket. Yes. Just want to uh, quickly touch on the Sheffield Shield final that literally just finished five minutes ago. Queensland absolutely smoked New South Wales at Allen Borderfield in Brisbane. Uh, they got them in three days. Or day four, uh, first session of day four, Queensland won by innings and 33 runs. Um, special shout out to Marnus Labashane's. Uh, Labashane, 192 off 353 with a strike rate of 54.39. And then also Bryce Street for accompanying him for 203 balls with a 46. Now that's test cricket, strike rate of 22. You need that. He's going to play for Australia, this kid. Um, used to play with Bryce at uh, the mighty Dolmio Grins Cricket Club uh, warehouse comp in Brisbane. Uh, really nice kid back then. He's obviously grown up to be an amazing cricketer, better than 
I could ever be in my wildest dreams. Huge shout out to the Daimyo Grins boys out there. Hope we can all get together soon for a beer. Michael Nessa bowled really well in the uh, in New South Wales first innings. I think he got uh, figures of five for 27 runs off 13.2 with an economy of 2.03. And Jack Wildermuth with uh, four for 16, wrapping up the tail, I believe. Really set it up for the boys. Bulls win, Bulls win, Bulls win. That's cricket. Can't wait for the Ashes. We need to play some cricket as a nation. Keep saying it. I think we're in trouble. But uh, much love. Love the cricket so much. Uh, let's move on, though, because it's winter time, baby. Yes, boxing. Plenty going on in the boxing world. I'm just going to touch on a couple of things that have uh, come about this week. Uh, first of all, the lightweight king of the world, Teofimo Lopez, the American uh He's named his fight against George Cambosis Jr., the Australian fella. Um, they nearly came to blows at their press conference in Atlanta yesterday. Tempers flared between the two fighters. And uh, Lopez and Cambosis like, really got into this. I thought they were going to go for it. Um, Lopez just pretty much saying he's the best and blah, blah, blah. And he's going to you know put his boot up uh, Cambosis' ass, all that kind of stuff. But George Cambosis Jr. is not a dude that you want to be fucking with, man. Hopefully he does really well here. I really like this guy. Obviously a really talented boxer. He's Pan Pacific lightweight champion at the moment, but uh, he's he's rags to riches kind of stuff. Uh, Greek descent, Australian. Love him. I love his jacket he was wearing too. Just all about it. It was fucking gangster. These dudes are going to go. They're going to throw down on June fifth. So more to come on that. I'm sure there's going to be peeps of chat getting thrown around and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, big shout out to George. Uh, getting a big shot at it here. He's going to. If he wins, he takes all the belts, and it's the real deal. He'll be the uh, he'll be known as one of the best ever Australians to do it if he takes this one out. But uh, Lopez is no joke. So uh, huge, huge, huge fight all happening um, this week. Though we've got uh, the one we've been looking forward to for a while: uh, ex footy player Paul Gallen versus Big Daddy Lucas Brown, friend of the show. Now there's been just so much shit chat getting thrown around before this fight by both blokes. They're both really cringy. Uh, it's it's hard for me to it's hard for me to really pre- predict what's going to happen with this one. So because uh, I just don't know, you know. Like I I, I want to say that Lucas Brown, former champion of the world, WCBC champion of the world, is going to go well and smash Gallon, let you think. But he's probably out of shape too. He's pretty old. Gallon's fit as a fiddle. People keep writing him off. Fucks me. What's going to happen, really? So I reckon if Brown doesn't get him early. I reckon Gallon's going to win on points, is my prediction. But saying that, uh, watching watching Lucas Brown spar and stuff like that, he looks like he's got a fair bit of power, but don't they both? I don't know. Look, I'm going Gallon on points. Uh, Gallon doesn't fuck around. Uh, he wouldn't have taken the fight if he didn't think he could win. And uh, everyone keeps, keeps writing him off, and he keeps winning. So I kind of want Gallon to win. Uh, all respect to Lucas Brown, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just want to see where this goes. I'm really looking forward to this fight, and I'll let you know next week what I thought of it. Um, that's about it for boxing at the moment. Oh, we've got another, obviously, the Joel Camilleri fight coming up on May 15th. I'll probably touch on that a little bit more as we get a bit closer to it. So, uh, yeah, that's boxing. Us, us. Wiki, whinge of the week. Wiki, 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 whinge of the week. Wiki, wiki. Wiki, wiki, whinge of the week. Wiki, 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 whinge of the week. Ruben, wiki. Yes, whinge of the week. Uh, love it, love it. Just a real quick one this week. Uh, 
just want to first of all say rest in peace to Prince Philip. But I did joke about it when he died because I put a photo on my podcast, on my uh, Instagram, play underscore on underscore podcast. Gives a follow, gives a like, gives a share. Uh, I put a photo up of Prince Philip after he died and I said, finally, an English bloke gets a decent innings. Bit of a crack, bit of a humour, whatever. You know, you know how I roll. Pretty, pretty fucking boring for me, to be honest. I could have went way harder, but I didn't out of respect. Out of respect for the bloke. And let, let me just get this fucking straight. This guy did not care about the working class, didn't care about anyone else but his rich mates. He was racist. He was a royal. He didn't like Australia. He said it. He didn't like Australians. Whatever. I don't care about this bloke. Like one, one minuscule do I care about the royal family at all more than I care about anyone else, right? Everyone thinks they're so fucking special. Fuck off. It doesn't, it's not like that. I don't like them. Anyway, everyone's different, right? And if you don't like my joke or my meme or whatever, then don't come on by thing and give me a big spray and tell everybody how you're going to unfollow me and, like, you know, hashtag unfollow and blah, blah, blah. No one cares. Like, just un- if you don't like something, just unfollow them. You don't have to go and give an almighty spray to people. No one gives shit. This, is, this goes out to everybody, including myself. No one else gives a shit about your whack opinion on the internet. No one cares. It's the internet. Whatever. You're all keyboard warriors. It's like, it doesn't matter. So am I. Like, this, everyone just needs to take a fucking chill pill and use the internet for things like streaming sport and funny shit and, like, you know, whatever, helpful stuff. But just these mindless, crazy, stupid arguments. Oh, I'm going to unfollow you. It's like, great. You know what I mean? Don't trip on your way out. Anyway, that's winter of the week. Fucking... The internet's crazy. It's a crazy world we're living in, man. And yeah, rest in peace, Prince Philip. Unlucky, bro. Become the hardest motherfucker on the internet. Get yourself down to Dave's Dojo, where we handing out black belts. Become the ultimate keyboard warrior today. Davesdojo.com.au, motherfuckers. This segment is on the UFC. People punch, kick, choke, and elbow their way to victory, no matter what the cost. Speaking of cost, Dana, if you're listening, $55 for pay-per-view is a little bit expensive, man. Come on. Unless the boys come around and everyone chips in. But then there's always that one dog mate who doesn't pay. Anyway, the UFC... Yes, just wanted to uh, touch on the fight. I just witnessed uh, the Aussie Bobby Knuckles, Robert Whittaker, just took on Kevin or Kelvin Gastelum. Uh, these guys were supposed to fight in Perth uh, a few years back, but uh, Robert Whittaker had some kind of crazy stomach thing. He had to get surgery, emergency surgery or something, and the fight didn't go ahead. So there's a bit of blood there about that. And uh, pretty much Robert Whittaker just put on a master class. He looks like he's improved. Um, five rounds, he won all of them. Um, just seems that like he has like punches that come from everywhere, like every angle, and uh, yeah, just front kicks and back kicks and leg kicks and fucking every kick and chest kicks, just kicking and punching better than the other bloke. Uh, fantastic! I love to see Aussies doing well in big, uh, big promotions like this. So I think he might fight Israel Adesanya again, which would be a top quality, top quality fight because Robert did go down to him uh, in Melbourne 
last year. I think it was last year. So a bit of a revenge there for him. But he is looking slick as uh, it was a proper martial arts fight for the purists. Fantastic stuff. Love it. Uh, when I did tune into the martial arts to the uh, UFC before, I don't know what fight it was because I wasn't really paying attention because I was recording the podcast, but I did see some bloke get knocked the fuck out, which is kind of why we watch the sport, I guess. Isn't it strange that we just love blood sports like this? How different is it from the Romans, what they were doing to people back then? Like, I, well, I want to know what's next. Anyway, fantastic win by Bobby Knuckles. Well done, mate. All right, so let's get a few questions firing off, I think. Question time. Question, 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 question time. Yeah, when I hear songs like that, it brings back some memories and take a couple of disco bickies and get stuck into it. Sweat them out, but uh, getting a bit old for that stuff now. Now we're going to get into some question time. One of my favourite segments of the show. I'm sure it's one of yours too. All right, let's get cracked. If you ever want to ask me a question, make sure you get on the Instagram, play underscore on underscore podcast. Look, I'm on the Facebook as well, but really I'm only on the Instagram because it's easier and I like the platform a little bit better and it's good for my fat thumbs. Anyway, here we go. What have we got? Okay, first question. Friend of the podcast, would you rather be attacked by a crocodile or a shark? Hmm. Well, obviously neither. Um, sharks are hectic, so are crocodiles. Look, I'm going to take the shark on this one, um, assuming they're both the biggest, scariest versions of the animals themselves. Look, obviously you get no chance, but uh, you know the old like the old wives' tales, like punch a shark in the nose, it'll fuck off or whatever? Like if you're on the odd opportunity, you get a good right hand in, like the Mick fanning it, it'll fuck off. I think a, I think a, and then there's a chance it'll fuck off for good. I think crocodiles are just a little bit more ruthless. Like they'll just stalk you. They like want you. You know what I mean? They've got either got a, different options. They can drown you, death roll you. If you do manage to get to the shore with a shark, you get the fuck out of there. If you get to the shore with a crocodile, they're probably quicker than you on the shore as well. If they really want you, so. I don't know. I've never been quick in the mangroves. I've never been a mangrove man. Uh, it's not where I do my best. It's not where I play my best footy. So oh, I would go shark there. Yep, I'm taking shark. Uh, both obviously would be super fucked as well. So I want to point that out. Next one. Uh, okay, why are those sunnies so good? Now, thank you very much. Someone rates the sunnies. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, on my Instagram, play underscore podcast, play underscore on underscore podcast, something like that, you know what I mean. Uh, you... We'll see that I have put a story up today with my sunnies showing and they're the new ones I bought. Love them. No one else likes them. Except for this, Bales underscore six. Good on your champion. You just earn yourself, earn yourself a sticker. Uh, why are they so good? I don't know. They just uh, just happens like that sometimes. You just got to feel it, grab it, do it, live it, love it. You know what's up. All right, next question. What would you rather, live without your foot or never stop sneezing? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna lob the foot off here. Uh, sneezing's fucked. There's not one good thing about sneezing. Um, not one good thing at all. I can't think of one good thing. At least with the foot thing, you put a prosthetic on there, or with modern advances in technology, you might be able to get something going. There's options. You know what I mean? You can do pirate dress ups. Plenty of good things about having your foot chopped off. Um, yeah, going with that. Good question though. I like it. Get me gets me thinking. These kind of questions. Uh, not uh, Next one, not a question, but a well done to Bryce Street 
an ex Dolmio Grin player. Dolmio Grins are our ex uh, C D grade cricket team. Uh, yes, uh, on his shield victory. So they won. Yep, congratulations, Bryce Street. Well done, mate, and well done the Queensland Bulls. Uh, reach out, reach out, have a listen. Uh, we'll do an interview. You get something going. Uh, best looking Burgess brother uh, of rugby league fame. Look, I'm going to have to go with Tom Burgess now after last night. I would have usually said Sam Burgess, but uh, last night's victories really got me, really got me swinging hard for the Tom camp. Uh, I'd, I'd crawl over, pretty much I'd crawl over 60 feet of broken glasses to flick matchsticks into his shit. Uh, what a what a gorgeous human. Uh, what a man, what a rig. Adonis, uh, I'd like to see him oiled up uh, and, and doing something weird like that. Uh, yeah, so Tom Burgess for me at the moment, uh, but I do change between them for sure, so... Okay, next question. What sports should be added to the Olympics? And it is an Olympic year this year, so we are going to be reporting on the Olympics uh, soon enough, and I can't wait to do that because there's some strange shit in there. Uh, so what uh, what sports should be added to the Olympics? What about hmm, oh, chess boxing? Have you seen that? Seen chess boxing? So it's like they do a round of boxing, and then they have to play chess in between the rounds of boxing. So that sounds like something that the Olympics would have. Uh you know, it's a challenge for both mind and body, indeed. Uh, toe wrestling, maybe, or I don't know, something else. Or maybe, oh, what about that crazy speedboat racing that they do in the country in Australia? <laughs> they just have a dam and they put like, obstacles in there. I don't mind that either. Uh, okay, next question. Uh, same fella. What sports should be removed from the Olympics? Well, I mean, the the walking, maybe. <laughs> Walking's fucked. Like, no one likes walking. And let alone, like, oh, it's like, oh, what are you going to do today? Oh, no, I can't come out, mate. I've got to watch the uh, – can't come to the pub, mate. I've got to watch the race walking. Goes for seven hours, just a bunch of dudes walking around. That one pisses me off. I'm not really a big fan of the rhythmic uh, gymnastics either. I don't mind the flippy gymnastics and all that. Gymnastics is pretty good. Uh, but the rhythmic one, with the dancing around with the, with the ribbon and that, that can probably go – uh, it's a few strange ones, really. Olympics is pretty strange. I like how they do update it and whatever, but BMXing is in the Olympics. I don't know about that. So maybe that can go as well. But uh, yeah, up the Olympics. I don't mind the Olympics. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be interesting how see how it all plays out. With the COVID situation, apparently they are dead set fuckaroonied over in Japan at the moment. There's heaps of cases. So uh, we'll see what's happening with that. All right. I'm getting a bit tired, so I think we should uh, move forward. And just like that, the podcast was nearly over. Only one task was left for the listeners, and that was to listen to Charlie wrap it up and harp on about following his Instagram handle, play underscore on underscore podcast. Do it. Yeah, go and do it. You might as well. Play underscore on underscore podcast. Give me a like, share, show your mum, your dad, your sister, your brother. Grandparents, your weird uncle, makes you sit on his lap at Christmas time, all that stuff. And just get around it, really. I don't know what to say. I hope you're enjoying your Sunday afternoon like I am. Thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Been very relaxed. Uh, I'm just glad not to be painting the house anymore. And shout out to all the painters of the world. Uh, how you guys do it day in, day out, I'm not sure. Uh, you must drink a lot, uh, as I would if I were you. Uh if you uh, really enjoy painting and you're a painter and you enjoy your job, shout out. Can you uh, message me and just tell me about it? I'd love to. I'll even have you on because it's amazing stuff. Um, that's it, really, guys. Much love, and I'll see you all soon. Later. <laughs>